0: Welcome to the Functional Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Kayla Hinnick. I'm a functional nutrition counselor with a passion to help women all over the world learn how to heal in a functional way, physically, mentally, and spiritually. As we navigate through this health journey together, my hope for you is that you leave feeling encouraged and uplifted and equipped with the tools needed to go out and to apply in your everyday life. For your own success. Now let's get into it. Hey, hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. So last week we talked about um, some foods that help improve our mental health, we talked about some supplements that help, and I also shared a story about how we pulled my oldest son out of the school system because he was dealing with some mental health um, struggles And now we have overcome that, and we are doing fantastic. So yay for that! Um, Okay, so today we're going to continue our discussion on mental health, and we're going to talk a little bit more about how antidepressants, anxiety medication, affects the body, and we are going to talk about the different kinds of anxiety that you may experience, and how that affects our everyday lives. So, let's just jump right into into this. So, I want to start off with some statistics because looking at the numbers is just it's mind-blowing. So, there are about 40 million adults, 40 million adults in the US who have been diagnosed with an anxiety disorder. That is 19% of the population. Like that is so crazy to think that nineteen percent of the population has been diagnosed with anxiety. Like, what in the world is going on, right? But on the other side too, that depression it also affects around sixteen million people a year. So we've got forty million adults with anxiety. We got sixteen million people, with, you know, with depression. That's like over fifty million people that are struggling with one or the other. And usually, if you have one, you usually struggle with the other. So, why so many people? That's, that's the real question. So, some of the reasons that this is happening is because our food that we consume is not even real food. Like, if you broke down the food under... Like, if you looked at it underneath the microscope, you might be really shocked to see um, what's under there. So, I recently... I um, saw this video where they were talking about a study that was done, and I found it so incredibly fascinating because I've never thought about this, but in this study, they had um, two groups, and in one group, they fed them um, homemade pasta, so pasta made like from scratch at home, and um, then on the other group, they fed them store-bought pasta, which really, it was Uh, ramen noodles. Honestly, that's how they were describing it. Like a packet of ramen noodles and a blue sports drink. So then they had them eat that. And then they had them swallow a little capsule that had a camera inside of it to kind of track their food in their, in their system. And the people who ate the homemade pasta, their food within four hours was just a bunch of foam, which is what it's supposed to look like, because as your uh, body breaks down those nutrients, it's supposed to leave that. But the people who ate the store-bought pasta, the ramen noodles, and drank the sports drink, their food still, at the same time, had, you could still see the bite marks in the pasta. It wasn't broken down, and the blue drink, the blue sports drink, had dyed the pasta blue and so everything was blue and the blue color was from the petrol uh, petroleum in the in the drink and our bodies are not created to uh, to cut to break down uh, petroleum petrol and so i found that so fascinating because how many times do we eat you know processed foods and our body is not even breaking those down and that means We're not absorbing nutrients that our body desperately needs, and when you're not absorbing those nutrients from your food, you will start to see things like anxiety and depression. So, the first thing is our food source. The second thing is high stress. So, we live in such a fast-paced society, and then with social media, it's easy for us to compare ourselves to other people. Um, We're working, many people, multiple jobs. Um, A lot of us are mothers, so we're working jobs and trying to raise kids. And then of course, when the pandemic hit, so many people were uh, having to homeschool their moms or kind of be thrown into this idea of homeschooling. And so you're juggling a lot of different hats. So that adds that stress element to your life. And then the, the third thing is that we really are glued to our phones. Do you wake up in the morning? What what's the first thing that you do? Do you reach for your phone and start scrolling social media? I know it's a bad habit. I do it too, but because we do that, we're throwing off off of our body's um natural rhythm and we are really starting to create a pretty um significant issue within our body. And there is one more thing I do want to say is we are not getting enough sunlight we've got to get outside get that natural sunlight on our face because your body is going to be so thankful when you're out, when you're breathing in the fresh air, when you're getting that sunlight, you're soaking up that vitamin D that's so crucial for mental health. So all of these things combined, you know, gives us this 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 real um, issue of, of mental health. And so let's really dive into now the topic of SSRI. So SSRI stands for Selective Serotonin Reuptake Inhibitor. So when you are struggling mentally and you go to the doctor and you tell them, you say, hey, you know, I'm dealing with XYZ. You know, I'm I'm angry all the time. I cry all the time. I get frustrated at the smallest thing. I can't focus. What is the first thing that they're going to do? Well, they're not going to ask you about your nutrition ever Um, it's pretty rare that you would find a a provider that would talk to you about your food choices and your lifestyle choices but most of them will not bring that up the first thing that they're going to do is they're going to put you on a medication they're going to put you on an ssri and tell you you know usually you have to come back for a follow-up to get your refills but That's, that's really the first line of defense. And unfortunately, that's kind of what we're dealing with. And it's my goal to teach you guys that it doesn't have to be our first line of defense. That doesn't have to be the first thing that we go to, that there are so many amazing resources that we can utilize to help us through our mental health. And we don't have to rely on SSRIs. But if you find yourself on one, it's okay. Don't, let yourself fall into guilt or shame. Because at one point I was, I was on Lexapro. Um, I've been on Lexapro. I've taken, you know, other anxiety medications. So sometimes you, you just have to make the choice that you feel like is right for you. And so this is not to bring any guilt or any shame on anyone who is on an antidepressant or anxiety medication. This is really just to bring some answers some clarity to some questions that you may be having um to uh, of why you may be dealing with some health issues um, so let's dive into that so some of the side effects of being on SSRIs as are diarrhea and constipation and this is because it really um, messes up the gut lining Um, it it disturbs that good gut bacteria, and so when you are taking these medications on a daily basis, your body is never really getting a break to heal, and we talked about how the gut lining can heal in three to five days in last week's episode, so if you haven't listened to that, feel free to go back and, and listen to that. It was packed full of some pretty amazing truths as far as, you know, how our bodies operate but you're you a lot of times suffer with diarrhea and constipation and this is because of the SSRIs some people have a loss of appetite which again if you're not eating you're not getting those nutrients that your body needs and you're going to start feeling some physical um, physical things from that so another thing is indigestion so on this topic of indigestion um When somebody has indigestion, what do they typically take, right? An antacid, Tums, or, you know, Prolosec, or, you know, that's usually what they're put on. Um, And so, and especially if you go to your doctor, they're going to put you on an antacid or, or recommend one. But indigestion is not a sign that your body, that your stomach has too much stomach acid. It's actually your body's way of telling you, I don't have enough in here. And if you don't have enough stomach acid, again, you're not going to absorb uh, your nutrients properly. And so, that's going to create some downstream issues. So, this is really interesting to me um, and really kind of sad. But as I was doing some research on this, I found I found these numbers. And I thought I would share those with you. So, people who are on SSRIs have a 33%... Higher mortality rate, a 33% higher mortality rate. That's pretty high. That's pretty high. You're 14% more likely to experience things like a heart attack or a stroke. And so that that is interesting as well. And, you know, we always want to look at, you know, the root cause of things. And so sometimes when we're taking medications or we're taking certain things, We don't realize that they're causing the issues in our body until we start backing things up and we start really looking at what we're consuming, what we're putting in our mouth, what we're, you know, watching through our eyes, what we're um, doing in our lifestyle. And so all of these things really do affect our mental health and mental health really is just a downstream issue of, of an upstream problem. Taking a quick break from today's show to introduce to you the Mindset Makeover Mini Course. This is a four week course where we are going to work through mind blockages that are preventing you from being able to properly heal. In this course, you're going to get teachings from me, you're going to get one on one coaching, you're going to get tracking sheets. So, you're going to get all the tools that you need to be successful. This is a beta launch, so I'm not taking very many in this course. So, if this is something that you are interested in, be sure to check out the show notes below to sign up, secure your spot. Once spots are filled, I will not be taking any more. So, if you want to join, be sure to check out that link and join today. Okay, so we're going to shift gears a little bit and we're going to now discuss the different types of anxiety. You may not know that there are different causes your anxiety and that it really isn't just all in your head. Um, it is connected to your entire body. So let's talk about that. So the first type of anxiety I want to discuss with you could be because of low serotonin because you, you don't have enough serotonin in your body. You're not getting up in the morning. You're looking at artificial light, your phone, your computer, and you're not getting outside to get that first little bit of sunlight of the day on your face, on your skin, to tell your body it's time to wake up. It's time to start producing serotonin. Um, and so here are the signs that you are low in serotonin. So anxiety, okay? Worry. This is this would be like worry in your head, constantly worrying about things. Um, oh, I got to do this, or I got to do that, or I'm not doing you know, this enough or I'm not doing that enough. So worry in the head, intrusive thoughts, shameful thoughts, negative thoughts. Um, you're more depressed in the winter. This is because there's not as long of a day um, as far as sunlight goes. You have low self-esteem. You may have insomnia, so trouble sleeping. You may have PMS symptoms. And Honestly, having PMS symptoms um, to where you can really tell, that could tell you that there's something going on in the body. And then afternoon and evening cravings. This one is a biggie. So in the afternoons, if you start really craving sugar or carbs, that is a pretty good indicator that your serotonin is off a little bit. So what can we do for that so we want to consume foods that are high in tryptophan so tryptophan is an amino acid it's one of the amino acids and foods that contain tryptophan are things like tuna turkey chicken um, oats cheddar cheese if you're not you know dairy free nuts and seeds chocolate so dark chocolate is a great resource fruits um, red meat, pumpkin seeds, you know, those those types of foods are fantastic to be consuming. And a lifestyle um, modality is to get outside. Get outside, go for a walk. It doesn't have to be a long walk. Um, it can just be a 30-minute morning walk, which is what I do in the morning, to let that sunlight hit your face and really wake your body up. So, tryptophan is the first um, you can, if if you're somebody who you're eating all of these things and you're still struggling, you can supplement with tryptophan. That's totally fine. Um, so there's another um, amino acid, it's called 5-HTP, that is a great resource to take supplement, you know, as, as a supplement if you are consuming foods that have tryptophan, but you're still struggling. Now, the thing with tryptophan and 5-HDP is that you want to take those aside from your SSRI. So, you don't want to take them with your anxiety or depression medication. It's okay that you're on the anxiety or depression medication. You just don't want to take them at the same time. So, let's move on to the second um, type of Uh, anxiety. So this could be due to low GABA. So GABA is actually a neurotransmitter and its role is to reduce the neuronal uh, excitability throughout the nervous system. So if you are somebody who really has physical anxiety, like you can physically feel it, you're tense in your body, your shoulders, you're overwhelmed at little things, maybe... You get overstimulated really easy with noises and you just kind of like pop off like you just yell um, or you choose to go to alcohol if you're stressed or if you stress eat. So I really do want to stop here because I feel like so many people fall into this category of stress eating and there's this idea that we can just change you know, our habits. We can just say no to the food. But sometimes it's a lot more difficult than that. It's not so simple. And there's a reason that you can't say no to certain foods. And it's not that you don't have self-control. It's not that, you know, there's anything wrong with you. It's not that you lack discipline at all. It is the fact that your body is crying out for help and saying something isn't right in here something's off and if you have low GABA you're going to find yourself being addicted to certain foods like sugars like carbs and that doesn't mean you're a terrible person that doesn't mean that you make terrible choices that doesn't mean that you lack self-discipline and that definitely doesn't mean that you need to shame yourself or guilt yourself when you eat certain things, which is the cycle that we tend to fall into, what we really need to do is look and see, okay, I may possibly be low in GABA. This is a, this is a deficiency issue, not a mindset technically issue to where I can't choose the right thing. And so what we find is that once you start taking GABA supplementally, then those cravings, those desires, the strong desires to eat certain foods like the chocolate, like the sweets, like the carbs, bread, you kind of find the shift happen of, I gotta have it, I gotta have it, I gotta have it, to taking the GABA and saying, okay, I don't really have to have it. And it's because you address that deficiency. So don't ever let yourself... Uh, fall into guilt or shame because you're making food choices that you're not happy with, really di- di- dive deep. I will get that right. Really dive deep and say, okay, do I have a deficiency somewhere? And so this is not to diagnose. This is not to treat. This is not to do any of that. This is when, when I'm sharing this information with you guys, it's really just to kind of give you eyes to see and really start thinking about the possibilities of what may be going on in your body and if you ever you know need to reach out to discuss anything in further detail then I'm always uh, available to do that for you but stress eating is such a huge problem and that could be because we're all low in GABA so we're like again in high stress environments we are pulled in 5,000 different directions and our nervous system is just like in overdrive. So we just really need to kind of calm, calm it down and taking GABA is is one of those things that, that can help us do that. Okay, so the last type of anxiety that I really want to touch on is something that is called uh, pyroluria. So this is a lot of people, especially women, I feel like these days, um, especially since the pandemic, I think we've all kind of fallen into, into this. But the signs of uh, paraluria are social anxiety so you really don't want to like you want to go out but then you don't want to go out okay like raise your hand if you're that person like you're like i want to have a social life but i don't want to talk to people okay so you have social anxiety um there's like this inner tension that you try to cover up and you have to force yourself to get out in social settings like again, raise your hand if that's you, because I know that that has been me, and you have maybe an aversion to breakfast, so you wake up in the morning, and you don't want to eat first thing in the morning, I, like I told you guys last week, I love breakfast, I don't skip breakfast, because your girl wakes up hungry, okay, so uh, you don't eat breakfast, you have low zinc, you have poor dream recall, so if you are a dreamer, and you know you dreamed the night before, dreamed, dreamt, I'm not sure which word to use there, but anyways, you had a dream and you woke up the next morning and you couldn't remember it. So poor dream recall, your, your bones crack, creak. So when you walk in, you hear those little pops, um, you experience nightmares. So if you're somebody who has been having nightmares, it might be something um, to look into. You, um, are an introvert so you don't really like being in big crowds. You like being at home by yourself, and this is the one thing that really kind of made me sad when I saw this. But uh, you, people who have py- pyrolyria, obviously women. This is going to be affect women. Um, you have a higher rate of miscarriage. So this could be due to the intense stress inside of your body Um, it could be due to the lack of you know vitamins and minerals deficiencies and so but that is that is one thing that um, can be caused by this and so how do we how do we address this so pyroluria responds really well to vitamin b evening primrose and zinc So, this is something that you're going to want to include in your daily life on the daily. So, just like you brush your teeth every day, you're going to want to take these these supplements. And here's the thing, like we can get so much benefit from our food. I am a believer that we reach for food first and we try to get what we need from our food stores before we, you know, reach out to, you know, other measures. But unfortunately, our food source, unless you grow your food yourself, our food source is so depleted of vitamins and minerals that you could even be eating the cleanest diet and you're still going to be deficient because our soil integrity is just not good. It's not good. We have let this, you know, corporate type of of food production kind of take over and what that does is it really does deplete the soil from from nutrients and, and vitamins that are crucial to our food and then f- therefore crucial to us because we consume the food so food is amazing it's an amazing place to start but if you find that you're eating a clean diet and you're not eating a lot of processed sugar or processed foods, but you're still struggling with these issues of anxiety and, you know, stressful thoughts and tension and feelings of being overwhelmed, then it might be a good time to supplement and just see how you do. Just because you have to be on supplementation doesn't mean that, you know, you're a terrible person. It doesn't mean that you're not doing a good job with your food choices. It just means that your body is not getting what it needs in that we do need to add in some supplementation. So I do believe that there is a time where supplementation is so crucial. But with saying that, it is beneficial to be working with someone who is educated in these things to know which supplements you need to be on. Because if you are taking something that you don't need, that can pose a problem as well. And Things like um, omega-3s. So I want to touch on that. Omega-3s are fantastic. They are a great resource to supplement with, but, um, you know, people with pyroluria, they don't need omega-3s. They are able to extract those from their foods, so you don't need to supplement with that, and if you did supplement with omega-3s and you're already extracting them from your foods, then much of a good thing can cause some issues because we want to find that balance in our body and if we're adding things into our body that it doesn't need it's going to throw it off balance and then we're going to have a whole another you know bout of of negative symptoms that we don't want so we want we want to be sure that we're taking the right supplements that we're doing the right things and a lot of times with so much information out there it's hard to really know kind of what to do and it's so individualized that not one size does not fit all and so each person has to do what is best for them and what is best for their body and what and address what their body needs so all right so next week we're going to talk about the digestive system I'm super excited about this because I love talking about the digestive system I know I'm a weirdo but it's my favorite um and and it really does play such a vital role in our health. It really is the epitome of our health, the integrity of our digestive system. But I want to um, teach you guys from top to bottom, literally, what your digestive system is supposed to look like, what it's supposed to function like, and this is going to help you maybe pinpoint what might be causing your digestive issues. So, stay tuned for that next week. We'll we'll come back. We'll discuss more. Again, like I say every week, I'm so excited that you guys are here and that you spent time with me today, and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye! Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoy this podcast, then be sure to give us a follow, leave us a review on iTunes, shout us out on your social media, share this with a friend or a family member. The more we share this, the more people we are able to help. And if you need to reach out to me, then you can visit the links in the show notes below to do so. As always, love you guys, and I will talk to you later.